Hi everyone, and welcome to this new episode of the Chaos Cast. I'm Johnny, uh, here for Chaos Cards, and this is the Chaos Cards podcast, where we talk about all different things tabletop gaming. I'm here on my own this week, unfortunately. Amy is not here, but we'll be back on the lives this coming week, so do make sure to keep an eye out for those but this is the latest episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this, the third episode. We've got a few things that I want to talk about this week, uh, including some new Star Wars related stuff, some miniatures related stuff as well. And of course, we have the big release this week of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So let's get into it. So this week we start off with some really cool stuff that came out this past weekend from Adepticon. We had a load of of new releases being talked about, but specifically the big one for, for, for me and for people who love Star Wars was Star Wars Shatterpoint. So we already knew that Star Wars Shatterpoint was coming out. We saw the previews all late last year into January as well. and We've seen bits and pieces of gameplay, uh, little blog posts over by Atomic Mass Games as well. But this weekend, I think we had the most... Uh, insight into what Star Wars Shatterpoint is going to be like. So, first off, Star Wars, if you haven't heard of it, is a big sci-fi um, space fantasy franchise. Um, Darth Vader, you may be familiar with Luke Skywalker, etc. But it is a miniatures game where you get these little plastic bits, you put them together, you paint them up if you want to, and you play with them on the tabletop. There's miniatures abound in uh, board games right now, and there are whole games based around miniatures games, rolling dice, big books that are full of lore and stuff. Warhammer is the biggest one that people may be aware of, Warhammer 40k, with all their different factions. But there are also other miniatures games as well, not only by Games Workshop, who do the Lord of the Rings Middle-Earth Strategy Battle game, a favourite of mine, but there's other ones as well, and like Marvel Crisis Protocol, which came out a few years ago actually, based around, of course, on the Marvel franchise, also done by Atomic Mass Games as well. And this, uh, when it was initially announced, we felt that there was a, an inkling there would be similarity in the systems, and there's definitely some bits that are similar, but it is an entirely new and separate game as well. So... Star Wars Shatterpoint is one that's been very interesting uh, for people. So we're going to spend the next few minutes discussing that and, and kind of what the new reveals are and what it's all going to be about. But before that, we have had previous Star Wars miniatures games too. There's been ones uh, back early in, in the early 2000s, the early to mid 2000s, which were pretty pretty popular and then more recently we had Star Wars X-Wing which was incredibly popular, Armada the big ship game as well which has some fantastic models in it too and the cool thing about X-Wing and Armada was that they were pre-painted models which made it even easier to get into the games um, but the big one that's kind of related to Shatterpoint is Star Wars Legion which came out, it must be over like five years now and Star Wars Legion has, is, is a fantastic Warhammer-esque game. You've got different units of soldiers, your clone troopers, your droids, your stormtroopers, and they're all in their units of four or five or six, and you move them about on their turns. And it's been a really interesting system, and as it's been going on in years, of course, you see some changes, you see some balances, and you see tons of new units as well. The most recent ones include Asajj Ventress, and we had uh, the Mandalorian and the Child, Grogu, 
as well, which came out for, for Star Wars Legion quite recently. And in terms of like a new faction over the past year, we had the Shadow Collective, including Maul and his little gang of gangsters, pikes and such, which were a very nice addition to Star Wars Legion. You, of course, also had big ships as well. So you had a big AATs. You also had LATs. You had, you had some really nice big uh, units and transport and vehicles to play about with, of course, ATSTs too. Star Wars Shatterpoint, where, when it was announced, felt, felt very similar to Legion. They're, they're slightly different in terms of scale, with, with Shatterpoint being slightly bigger. The, the models are very pretty for Shatterpoint as well. But also the gameplay seems a bit more dived in. So instead of these, these bigger units of Stormtroopers, it's more focused on that skirmish gameplay. Uh, where you've got like Anakin, you've got Ahsoka, and you've got a small amount of troopers, but some are still there as well. So it does fit a slightly different mould to what Star Wars Legion does. The difficulty was, I think, when it was announced, is all the people who are playing Star Wars Legion, is that it feels like that game is kind of dedicated, it kind of looks like Shatterpoint is aimed towards that market. But then you're asking people to buy into a whole other miniatures game, and does it fit a different purpose? And unlike with Games Workshop, like a Kill Team or anything like that, where you're taking the big Warhammer 40k and you can take a few models and put them into a smaller skirmish game, they're, t- they're, they're different models, they're different sizes. So that was a, an interesting discussion that was had, and we've, we've been seeing different pieces about it, including the different uh, army building cards, the, the stat cards that they've got as well, the stances, which are a quite interesting thing as well. So there is enough to differentiate it here too. So going into Star Wars Shatterpoint, you have probably a more casual friendly Star Wars miniatures game than Legion. And it's also more focused on those bigger characters too. So many characters have been announced. Uh, in the core set has a wide variety of characters as well to pick from, which is really nice. You've got Maul in there, you've got Anakin, you've got so many different characters to pick from in that core set from the the kind of Republic era. And I think that was uh, another thing as well, because in Star Wars Legion, we've got Republic and we've got the, the Empire era, essentially those two different eras, the, the Galactic Civil War and the Clone Wars. Whereas this one seems to be a bit more... Well, it... It's taking those two errors, but you've also got things from Naboo. Like at Adepticon, they showed off Queen Amidala. You can play as Queen Amidala, which is pretty nice. And her handmaidens. Quite interesting going on there. So there seems to be a variety of it as well. And the way the dice work, too, is a little bit different as well. You're going across these stance cards and doing damage and other abilities based on trees, which is kind of an interesting thing instead of just dice versus dice you're you're using that character's specific stance and especially when you're a jedi or a sith or anything like that and you're wielding a lightsaber normally those stances refer to different lightsaber forms one might be more defensive and another one might be offensive so there's they're quite different in that regard too another thing that makes them a bit different is this struggle meter that you've got and so there is a little bit of a push and a pull. And the aim is to, to win three of those struggles. And you get different uh, amounts of points on, on that struggle meter based on doing damage, complete or getting near the objectives that will constantly be changing depending on the, the main objective that is happening too. 
So that struggle meter is also an, an additional interesting thing that's going on as well. You're essentially, if you compare it to like a TCG, where you've got to do a best of three games in Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon or whatever, it's kind of like that, but without having to do all the teardown and setup of the miniatures game too. So it's a little bit interesting in that regard as well. All in all, there's been some great releases, and we saw a full demo as well of Star Wars Shatterpoint, or at least a, a, a medium-sized demo, we'll say. And we've seen a lot of new reveals too, so that includes Dathomir and witches like Mother Talzin, you've got Savage coming, you've got Bounty Hunters, they've shown off Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker, you've got so many interesting things and they've also shown off future ones further than a year on in time like you've got the, the crew of the ghost too and that wasn't to say that things like star wars legion are being stopped they're not they showed off even more for star wars legion too like i said we had ventures recently but they showed off uh the bad batch coming into star wars legion they showed off the the um the Inquisitors, not only for Legion, but also for Shatterpoint as well. So you're you're getting different miniatures in those too. It'll be interesting to see what it's like when Star Wars Shatterpoint comes to the market and whether Legion kind of retains a, a good place. I know things have been mixed in general for, for, for Star Wars miniatures games as a whole. So maybe Star Wars Shatterpoint will provide some, some clarity in that regard. But... I think it's going to be it's going to be a really good thing and interesting to see when it comes out later on this year. We do have pre-orders available on the website, of course. Do check those out. We've got additional boxes for Camp Dooku and Obi-Wan as well, which are also going to be quite interesting too. I can just imagine Dooku's model looking fantastic. And that's another thing as well. The Marvel Crisis Protocol models are of a similar scale. So they're incredibly detailed. Uh, and especially... And again... The, no offense to Games Workshop, the miniatures are a slightly different scale. But if you look at something like a Lord of the Rings miniature, for the most part, they are less extravagant than Marvel Crisis Protocols with their, you know, tactical rocks that they stand on and jetpack fuel coming out of their um, packs and all that stuff. So there's some very exciting models to look at as well. Mace Windu got spoiled as well, and that's a very, another very exciting one that we've been looking for for Star Wars Legion for so long. But it's now going to be available in Shatterpoint. And, you know, hopefully it's going to be an interesting thing. It's like, if you're invested in one miniatures game, do you invest in another one? Obviously, there are so many people who love Star Wars. It's it's difficult. It's difficult as a, as a general person to be like, hey, I'm going to buy all these Star Wars miniatures, but I also want to buy all these ones. Do you get them all? Do you get them both? I just... It's a difficult one to, to query, but I guess it's all dependent on what you uh, what you want to spend your money on, right? Um, but Shatterpoint comes out later on this year, so do make sure to check out the Corsair. Um, it's got a lot of replayability in just that alone. Um, so it's going to be very cool, and hopefully a similar Marvel Crisis Protocol experience. Marvel Crisis Protocol is another fantastic game as well. If you love Marvel, do check that one out. The Corsair, again, tons of replayability. You've got 10 characters in it too, so some fantastic stuff in there and this week of course we have uh the, the new pokemon set scarlet and violet is coming out this friday i assume many pokemon fans out there are incredibly excited for that we had our pre-release this past weekend and other places that there's the weekend before so we've all had a bit of an insight into a lot if not all of the scarlet and violet base set set 
um, that is that is coming out on Friday. Hopefully you've got some as well. Do make sure to check out our Discord channel. People are talking about all their different Pokemon TCG pools in there as well, as well as other stuff too. There's so many different channels to, to, to peruse over. But Scarlet and Violet is coming out this Friday. We're all very excited. We're going to be doing our own opening this Friday, hopefully, as well. There's some very nice cards in there too, but they're also changing a few bits up. So the big thing is, obviously, you get the new Scarlet and Violet Pokemon in this set, but that isn't to say that you're not going to see your Magic Arps and your Magnemites, of course. There's some in there too. Um, but we've got the illustration arts in this one as well, which are very similar to the trainer galleries that we've seen previously, or the Galarian galleries. The artwork's absolutely stunning, of course, as well. So if you love art, do continue to check out Pokemon. They're very cool. And instead of these and, and all the other the variants, we have EXs. And the EXs that we're kind of going back to because they came out very they came out previously in Pokemon. But these ones have very nice borders going on as well. It's kind of integrated into the card. There's some, some funky effects going on on the borders. So those EXs look quite nice too. And speaking of borders, the borders have changed for Scarlet and Violet coming going forward to the silver borders, which are a quite, quite a far cry from the yellow that we've seen in the TCG release since, since Pokemon came out in the TCG. Um, and it's quite interesting. I didn't know what my thoughts were before seeing the silver borders up until actually this morning. I'd only seen the silver borders in person, the shiny ones that we'd seen in the collection boxes. But having seen them in person, it's definitely a, a, an interesting thing. You look at them and you're like, these aren't real Pokemon cards because they're not yellow bordered. But they do look similar to the um, the World Championship decks that have come out because they were, were a different border to distinguish themselves because they weren't playable in, in proper tournaments and stuff. But also you've got the shiny silver borders that are foiled um, for the rares and stuff. Another thing that's being changed is so that we don't have the set symbols anymore. So you don't have a, an interesting symbol to dictate whether the set was from Brilliant Stars or anything like that. You have Scarlet and Violet 1 to, to tell you that it's from the first Scarlet and Violet set. Which is great for people who are collecting, sorting all that stuff it makes it so much easier to know where that card is from and then the rarity system has been simplified a bit as well which is quite nice too all in all scarlet violet is going to be very interesting but it's going to be incredibly sad to see sword and shield go sword and shield has been a fantastic set and the first full like series that i've probably seen start to finish uh, actually um, so it's been an interesting few years, actually. Uh, when I when I started working at Chaos Cards, it was near the end of um, Sun and Moon. So yeah, it's, it's been a very interesting time. But Sword and Shield's been a fantastic series. We've seen a load of different things: Rapid Strikes, Single Strikes, Fusion Strikes, as well. Uh, we've seen, of course, the V's, the V Stars, the V Maxes um, too. And I I quite like the V Stars. I think the V Stars were quite nice. The V Unions as well. That was an interesting one. <laughs> and it'll be interesting to see if there's anything like that in the future, I guess. Um, but yeah, more more evolution of the Pokemon uh, card game is always incredibly cool to see. And uh, I'm excited to see where this one goes. Of course, next after Scarlet and Violet Base set, we've got Paldia Evolved, which is beautiful looking that ETB is. <laughs> but yeah, we're very excited here. We're going to be opening some up, so do make sure to check out Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Pre-order yours on the online store if you haven't already. 
um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. And that is gonna be about it for this week. A little bit of a short one. Not only are we relatively light on releases, it's mainly about the big old Pokemon <laughs> release. But uh, Amy's not here, of course, as well to add the additional second half to this conversation. But uh, hopefully, Amy will be back next week and uh, for the podcast. And we'll see her, we'll see her later in the week anyway. When the t- by the time this podcast comes out, Amy will be back anyway on lives. So do make sure to check out the lives that we do on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, uh, TikTok, more. There's another Twitter. There you go. Um, so do make sure to check out our lives. We do them at 12 o'clock and 4 o'clock every weekday for the most part. Um, also check out the Discord that we got available too. It's in the bio of almost every social platform that we have as well people have been in there sharing different stuff you'll get notifications for the live videos too um so yeah i'll see you next podcast next chaos cast have an amazing week goodbye